Seven. We're here with our favorite OG Topher, Alec Nymphing on Instagram, the legend, the absolute clout god. What's up, Alec? What's poppin'? Bro, it's been a while. We were going to do that podcast together and stuff like that, and now, you know, here we are. We're, we're bringing you on as the guest now. Hey, that works. It seems like we couldn't just get all the pieces working on, on our end, but I'm glad you got something going on. Yeah, I know. It's all oh, good. Yeah. No. Luca... The reason, one of the big things, one of the reasons we wanted you on is because, like we said, we had that that clip go a little viral that Luke put together with uh, Topher, Chad and Topher, and a lot of people were thinking, you know, James Garrison was like, oh, bro, that's nymphing. Dude, I actually <laughs> think like three or four people tagged you in it. Yeah. And I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, like... Yeah, I had I had no idea who who you guys were or that purist you were even a part of this podcast, but I got sent that by like three people, and I was like, honestly, like... A little salt. I was like, "Who's out here talking like like they did it first? And then I had to I had to drop a little comment on that, let the people know. But but people have my <laughs> people have my back on that. People have my back. But that was funny. Then I learned it. Curious, you're part of it. I'm like, okay, this shit makes sense now. This is like ten times better. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like um, putting that together too. Like I honestly didn't expect it. Like at that time, we were at like what 300 followers. So like, we were like no one. I was just like, this is uh, this is kind of funny, and it's in a sense like there's some truth to it, and it's just me incoherently rambling. And let's see if I can put it together and put some funny edits on it. And like, I put some familiar faces in it, like our buddy Cage and that shit. I just had to use him, even though that like he's a homie. Yeah, even though that, Cage is the homie. Yeah, for sure. Poor kid. Yeah, all bad. So he's seventeen. <laughs> yeah, seventeen everyone. getting bullied, bro. Yeah, that dude. That dude slams slams fish though. He's sure. a fucking stick, man. Yeah, dude. I I fished with him at Pyramid again this year, bro. Bro's outcasting everyone on single hands out the whole time. Makes everyone look bad on the beach. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a st- he's a stud, dude. He's he reminds me honestly of myself when I was that age. That shit's awesome. Yeah. No, and he he puts together cool content. But no, Alec, back in the day, man, I'm talking about when you were Cage's age, dude, you were. I mean, I didn't like you. I'll be the first to tell you. I thought I thought some shit was kind of whack with you, but now you're like kind of the loved, like OG. You're like the OG now. You're the old man of the group. Now there's like all these kids that just followed in your footsteps. Like what? Like how is that? Like what's that feeling like? Like nowadays, I just sit back and I watch people do it, and I like to laugh and I like to give them my little tip of the hat. Uh, but yeah, back then, I mean, there wasn't a lot of people doing it. Like uh, like Luke said in that clip, like people thought fly fishing was this old timey pretentious ass sport, and I was in, I was up in here just trying to uh, create a little ripple and uh, make people laugh and do and do fun shit. Uh, my background comes from like the skate and snowboard community, so like I'm used to making like edits and montages and like ratchet shit. And <laughs> I I just like I was like, why not take this over, carry it into fly fishing and you know, be, be kind of a menace on, uh, on the Instagram for fly fishing. It kind of picked up, uh, whether I was the first or not, it don't matter. It was, it was early in the game. And now I like seeing people following that, that role, that, those footsteps, dude. Dude, um, any, if for any people that haven't like seen that clip or know what we're kind of referring to, Alec here is Topher. He's the OG. <laughs> yeah. The OG. He's OG. Dude, yeah. That that clip instantly brought me back. You're talking about like pulling up the spot, bumping little Uzi Vert. I was like, 
damn, this is 2016 in a nutshell, pulling up on the Taylor, bro, like <laughs> four, four, four beers deep already and, and you know, hitting some rainbows like mid-February, getting yelled at by everybody on the on the gram. But, yeah, what was, but it was good. Yeah, what was that like getting all of that hate probably from like the meme accounts and just like even like going into like a shop where people are like, like not about it, like, like oh, I don't really want to help this guy or anything like that. Do you ever get like, you don't have to say names about people and stuff. I shit on you, FFBI shit on you, Ben Stittig shit on you. Like everyone uh, was shitting on you, man. Like what, what was that like? People, yeah, people have, and I feel like they still would if I posted more, but I, you know, had to get a big boy job and like kind of change a little, little somethings in my life here and there. But it was... It was fine, dude. I kind of expected it. And it was one of those things that was like partially a persona for the Instagram, partially trying to get reactions out of people. It was like my personality, uh, you know, like emphasized, like, you know, on steroids, just trying to be obnoxious. And, and I kind of, I kind of took it as like, no, you know, like any publicity is good publicity type of thing, whether it's hate or not. Yeah. And then the second people, you know, met me on the river or like actually got in my, dms and had a conversation with me they're like oh this guy's normal this guy's cool as shit this guy's like you know nice and fun and and all that shit that people are talking about him is just what they see from meme accounts but hopefully hopefully enough people have talked to me and uh seen my seen my shit and and getting my dms and had a real conversation with me to know that there's a little bit of a difference there but you you do what you do for the gram a little bit you know as as long as (laughs) you're not hurting nobody so dude that's all these that's all these fly fish people or fishing people in general too it's all about clips bro and it's like whatever whatever yeah, whatever, whatever gets clicks and likes now yeah whatever man. it hits for the gram like i mean i'll admit that's that's we're what doing, i'm that's what doing, i'm working for we're doing a little bit of yeah. that here we're doing a little bit of that tomfoolery here yeah, i don't know no it's been uh it's been a wild ride alec like watching like when i first started his meme account being like yo this guy's fucked up bro like this trout phone shit yo fuck this guy mishandling fish you think about it a little bit more you and you think about you know, this guy's not doing anything different than someone holding a fish up taking a picture with him putting really? it back in the water he's really not doing anything yeah different. that's right. he's not doing anything different and yeah there that was a little shock factor and people got a little salt over that shit but then i literally typed it out and said i'm picking a fish up with wet hands and putting it back in the river like what's tell me the difference vertical versus horizontal here and then people shut the fuck up but i think it still left a bad taste in a couple people's mouth for sure Damn. yeah has anyone ever like approached you about that kind of stuff like in person um no dude every time i've ever met people in person like on the river and stuff they've always been super hyped like they've always wanted to talk like uh, a couple random people wanted like a fucking picture and and so <laughs> it, for real and it's like always been it's always been good vibes like people have slid in my dms but like i said those are people that that don't know me or, or what i'm about and yeah i'm i'm cool with that like i'm very easily like let let the negative comments go i don't fucking feed on that shit i got way too much going on to let that shit hit me so what point like okay, not to backtrack here a little bit but i'm gonna just so we can build like a timeline yeah when did what was the first post and like what was it and what happened and like to where it kind of propelled you in a way um i think at first i think i started doing this back in like 2016 or something and originally i was like just posting pictures of fish and then that became my whole instagram and i was like well i'm gonna make a separate instagram just for my fish pictures and it not, it was nothing different than what you see everybody else doing nowadays, just taking a nice colored up picture of a fish with a with a little nice innocent caption. And I was like, 
that shit's kind of lame to me. And mm-hmm. I was like, I want to see something different and I want to be the difference, you know, that I see in a, in kind of like a crazy way. And I started making these like little iPhone edits and it started before all these like reels were out. This was back, like I said, like 2016 and I'd use iMovie on my phone and I download like third party apps where I could like, you know, YouTube to MP3 convert YouTube videos <laughs> and save them on my phone and then chop them up in iMovie on my phone and it would be like ridiculous shit like me ripping bong it'd be like you know (laughs) (laughs) me ripping bong like with like with a fish on and and like stupid shit like that and I was like I got nothing to lose at this point in my life you know what I mean like I don't I don't have a job I need to protect like all my friends and family know I'm up to this shit anyways I might might as well you know lean into it and uh, it was it kind of came natural like me and my friends were a bunch of fucking degenerates and and I just literally whipped my iPhone out and took little clips and saved them. A lot of them come from like my stories and shit too. So I don't know. It just kind of it kind of came natural, and I saw that that shit did well, and people liked that. And I, like I said, I was trying to change, you know, the perception of the industry a little bit, and kind of it all went together at the same time. Went went really well. Hell yeah! I think I think that's like a really good description of what you've done, though. Is like there has been like a movement, kind of, and like maybe you weren't the the only catalyst in that way but definitely like kids or kids people my age millennials 27 and like in our age group they're like they saw that shit and they're like dude skate you know stuff like that snowboard skiing and things like that they're like why don't we do this in fly fishing like it doesn't have to be like this old man sport kind of what you said and what we said in the right videos and stuff and you know you catalyst so you have a lot of agency now that you could say like bro i was the first and you were probably the first <laughs> to like get big right like i, I don't what? even know if there was anyone else out there during that time yeah, I'm like Soldier Boy, you know, first one to make an <laughs> iPhone, crazy edit, you know, I'm like Soldier Boy. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, whether I was or, or not, like, that's what I, like, really was into when I was watching skate and snowboard clips. Like, I grew up watching a lot of, like, GBP videos, which is, a, which is like, a ratchet-ass snowboard crew out of Vermont. And uh, I was like, I want to be them or do that shit, but just make it what I'm good at and what I like, which is fly fishing. Because I, I was never, like, crazy good at skating or snowboarding. And I was the one always with a camera in my hand, like filming my buddies who were a lot better than me. So just like filming came naturally and like angles and like cutting clips and shit came really naturally to me. And then luckily, like this happened to be something that I really liked and was and was decent at. So it's like I can be in the shot a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's funny because um, a couple of friends of mine had said something about, well, I'm from North Idaho and I have a buddy up there. Um that was talking about it's funny i'm just gonna ask you did what kind of music did you listen to when you were a kid uh like i'm a diehard Lil wayne fan i'm a diehard gucci Mane fan like my favorite uh group is probably the dip diplomats i'm a big cameron fan joel santana i like that early 2000s oh shit okay early 2000s crack rap like a lot of like (laughs) like you know like i have a playlist on my iphone that's 500 Gucci Mane songs. And like, I could tell you, I probably haven't even heard like 200 of them, but they sit there for me to discover, rediscover on my own one day. You did, know what I mean? Did you ever listen to any emo music? Uh, emo music? Like, not really. What's that song that's like, I chomped in with a head. Panic of the Disco? Like, okay. Yeah. Bro, yeah you you kind of count. Okay. So, I know the scene, but I wasn't super into it. Like old Drake, like 20, 2010 Drake. Kind of oh thing. yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. 20, okay. 2010 so, Drake. Yep. So we we have this theory that all emo kids and like like skateboard kids 
eventually transcend into fly fishermen from that generation. <laughs> and like, it's been like seriously nine out of 10 people, whether you skateboarded or listened to emo music. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they now as me. adults fly. Fi- yeah. You were an emo kid. Yeah, yep. I was same Believe here or not. Yeah. And uh, like skateboarded. Yep. Yep. Like, uh, okay. Well you can count me in. Like I listened yeah. to like, thanks for the memories and like some fallout boy shit. Yep. See like, dude. Yeah. You count bro. Yeah. yeah you're and, in there. uh, and uh, what are some other songs like that? Um, uh, Tonight's going to be the night that I will fall for oh, you. Oh, uh, Secondhand Serenade, bro. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there you so go. I, I know my piece, bro. That was like sixth grade for me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, say it, I say it falls true. Dude, it's so – but it's wild though because this theory I've just always kind of kept to myself or like amongst my friend and his other friend up there. And, and the more I meet people now, I'm like – this guy, he fits that category. Yeah. Like everybody, a lot of people transcend from that world into fly fishing. It's so random. So random. Going back to like that cliff, I was saying like blue collar sport, good boy stuff. Like everyone's out here from like suicidal music. Yeah. Now they're like fishing, catching the peace, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, it, it's, it's real funny how, it's so, how it all works out. So strange. I was I was lucky enough to be like slightly shaped by my environment in that sense where like I was in college at CU Boulder. There's Boulder Creek that runs through the town. Like Boulder's rowdy as fuck when it comes to like partying and like shit on the hill. And it, it that was also like uh an iconic time for music. Like I don't think like hip hop was better than like twenty sixteen. Like especially like Lil Uzi Vert, bro. That's when oh, that guy yeah. had the best had the best hits. And I was it was just everything. It was like I had all this free time. I was around all these cool people. I you know I transferred my love of fishing to to just fly fishing at this point, and and was able to hit the creek every day and go to parties at night. And it kind of just like I I lived what I saw. So like it was it was came came easy, came natural. It was fun. Yeah, it sounds like me in college. Fucking fish during the day, go to fraternity parties at night. That's what I did. Dude, that's what yeah. I So it was a good time. And like none of my friends really in school like fished really. It was just me. And it was always me like trying to get some of my other buddies to fish or learn how to fish or whatever. And, and I've, you know, helped a lot of them become decent fly fishermen. And now it's, they're like bigger fly fishermen than me. And I'm glad, I'm glad for that. But back then it was just me rocking a solo and, I think you guys know probably as, as fishermen, like you either have the itch or you don't, you know what I mean? And it's like, no matter, like conditions could be stupid, like catch and release a eight inch brown trout could be stupid, but you, you, you know, it's just that itch and you either have it or you don't. And I did. And, and you know, why not like get high and slam beers while you do it? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, what's it called? Environment enhancers and experience enhancers. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. No. Dude, <laughs> all right. And I understand that old people have been doing that too. I get it. Like, true. There was a lot of people in there that were like, my great grandpappy was doing this when I was 10 years old, sitting in the cab of his boat while he was trolling for kokanee. Like, all right, cool. But was he putting it on social media? Right. And exactly. Like, with a fucking like super ratchet music behind it. Like, yeah. it's like. It's- yeah. As much as they might have if they lived in today's age, a lot of that shit just didn't exist back then. So it's like, I believe that your grandfather was an OG. I, I bet he had that dog in him. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but that just didn't that wasn't around back then. So I mean, it's hard hard to say that like they were doing it how we are doing it now. But I believe I believe them, man. I, yeah. I know yeah. some couple real cool grandfathers. <laughs> yeah, 
that's what's up did you ever like did any companies ever like reach out to you like when you were like re- like when you were start like when you first started out the hey man we love your content like are we, you are you interested in working with us or anything like that like i feel like someone at least because to me like the skate industry like thinking about that and you from music and things like that i wasn't in the skate industry or anything like that i should preface that but like kind of like who they would pick up from what i remember as a kid and stuff like that they'd pick people who were kind of on the cutting edge of things and that was you at the time sure maybe people didn't like you and whatnot but it definitely brought eyes to a brand so i, I would say it was hard because one i wasn't looking for that a lot of it just kind of happened and i said yes but two it's like it was that type of like attitude and and portrayal on social media in the fly fishing industry was was kind of new so like people like companies didn't know if they should take a chance on that and they kind of saw it as oh like this kid's almost given a bad name to fly fishing and a lot of people uh, a lot of companies just like people didn't really like that and kind of got a bad taste in their mouth before they kind of saw the full me and kind of could see me evolve and develop into a little bit different of a character but some were into it strictly because i did get views and i did get likes and i i did get engagement and you know like i I did get mad story views and and could average this this much of this statistic or whatever, and they were like, okay, exposure's exposure, and you know he's not hurting anybody doing it. Like let, let's take a chance on him. A lot of and a lot of people just blew me off. So it is what it is. And the people that have stuck around, um, I'm I'm only kind of still working with one company, but they've had my back for years now, and I love them to death, and I know them. I know the the owner and his wife personally at this point now, and I've done done a couple projects for them. That that'd be Wetfly. Um, they're kind of kind of my only real. I don't know. Don't even know if I'd call them a true sponsor, but they they hook me up big time when I when I need it. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I wasn't really looking for it. It whatever came came, and I I was more than willing being a broke college kid to <laughs> take to, yeah take some free gear and a couple bucks along the way. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Like I, oh, dude, I had a wet fly net like for years ago. God, I don't big, know whatever happened to that net. They're out of Boise, aren't they? No, they're not. No, they're no, not? no, no, no. What are they out? They're of? out of Washington. Yeah. Oh, Washington. Okay. I thought yeah. I looked at something on. But they're all over these days. Yeah. Like their their most recent rods, like in Costco, which I think is like stupid cool. So yeah, that's Hell pretty yeah. cool. So, yeah, I've seen I've seen like like Hardy in costco before too i was like what is this doing here like there's like a brand got, new yeah. design here i'm they like got them hell? fenwick glasses rods up in there yeah, too they got fenwick <laughs> rods too they got everything yeah. in there dude and costco I, costco gonna be the new fly shop for real yeah, i'm not seriously like i'm not like the kid that needs the best gear the best setup like i fish with like 150 dollar combo setup for 95 percent of my fishing and that shit slaps like i'm a firm believer like it's the wizard not the wand so mm, that too Dude, a hundred percent. And like me, you know, I, I worked in a fly shop. Um, and then like learning while working in a fly shop too, like you get guys that are just like buying the craziest, craziest shit. And you're like, I will never be able to afford this in my lifetime. Like, and it, yeah. Yeah. And what I learned though, really was like, dude, a cheap rod and reel, it rocks. Having a good fly line is really what matters. In yeah. my opinion, fly line yep. is everything. So, like, anytime someone came in and was like, dude, what do I get? I don't have that much money. I was like, dude, spend all your money on Flyline. Get this freaking $100 Echo. I'll sell you this $40 Reddington reel. Yeah, Yeah, like, 
Yeah, yeah, dude, the, the mix fine. and matching, the mix and matching is yeah. whatever you could get your hands on is what worked. Yeah, dude, when I was in college, I think I think we rocked the same rod for a little, for a while because I rocked like a Reddington Crosswater for like <laughs> yes, fucking sir. years yeah. when I was in college. I was a broke college kid, and then I upgraded one day to an Echo Bass, and I thought I was the coolest dude ever, <laughs> upgrading from like a fifty dollar rod to a hundred dollar rod. And after that, I bought a Helios, and then it's just been down the, downhill from there, dude. But, yeah. Those and it, uh, do you, do you ever feel like some like older people? Not to pick on older people, but do they ever judge you on your equipment? Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure, a hundred percent. Like you get like old guy who's got like fucking brand new everything. Like, this yeah. is a big thing on the East Coast. Yeah, like, you're pick- from the East. I don't know if you fish much back there. Like all like all the Orvis guys, like they'll be wor- dripped yep. out in full Orvis and like new Helios three and everything like that. But then the, those are the same guys too that they can't use cast twenty feet Cortland fly line. Yeah, and then they're like, True. yeah, and then they're like, Cortland's the best, and it's like, then why isn't it sold that much in fly shops anymore? It's sold in Walmart. Hmm, that makes no sense. Yeah, hey, yeah. That, shout out Cortland four four four. That was the shit I grew up on. Okay, I'm a, I am a Cortland fanboy, but not their fly lines. <laughs> I think their fam. I think their yeah. tippet is great. Their fucking fly line is trash. That yeah. makes a lot of sense, dude, because Orvis is out of Vermont, and just in general, there's a lot of salty-ass, <laughs> like, grumpy-ass people in the Northeast, so pe- people getting hard on you for that makes a lot of sense, but I don't think I've ever met someone that had enough time to judge my setup before they, like, saw me slamming a fish or something, mm, and it's yeah. just, and it's like, you're over there worrying about what I'm using, and I'm over here catching fish, and you're staring at me, like... I don't know. That's a W in my book. Yeah. So a little bit of awkward situation for those guys. They got the decked out Winston rod, but then they're fishing Royal Coach. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking coach or some shit. Yeah. Well, coach. and yeah. not not to be like egotistical, but like it's like stupid how many people you see on the river, and you're like, "Yo, did you catch anything?" And they're like, "Nah," or they're like, "I caught one fish," and you're like, "Fuck!" Like you got all this nice shit, like. I don't know. In, I would invest in it once I get to that level, not necessarily dump all this money into it and then like try to catch up, you know? So it's just, and it's funny. You'll tell them to throw on a fucking worm and catch a couple fish, and they're the happiest motherfuckers you'll ever meet. Yeah. That's crazy, too. Those, those types of guys, too, are definitely the ones I think that are the seasonal angler. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be warm, bro. Where they got $15,000 <laughs> worth of gear. Yeah. And, and if it's, if it's not they, 80 degrees, man, they're not out they're there. They're not going out. Has water well, you, dro- water dropped yet? Yeah, and yeah. and you know how often I break rods, dude. I have more broken rods in my garage than I have full like full rods at the moment. Oh, so dude, I can't spend money and wait for repairs and all this stupid shit. Like I got to be able to slam it in my car door and still fish with it, dude. <laughs> glass rods all the way, bro. I slammed a glass rod in someone's door one time. I was like, Ooh! and then he was like, oh no, it's good. Check it out. Just like I, good to go. Yeah. Glass is fun like that. I, I, I appreciate its durability for yeah. sure. Dude, um speaking of breaking rods too, yeah, I, I'm totally there with you. I had broke summer of twenty twenty one, dude, was the worst year for me breaking rods. Like I had broke probably four rods and I broke two this year. I've my broken girlfriend, two this year. Yeah, so my far. yeah, that was funny. Yours I've seen yours break. Um freaking Dan cinched it up against a hammock. Oh, and nice. Tony, yeah, dude. And you know what's funny is they were all Echo lifts, and there's a lifetime warranty on those bitches. Yeah, they're like 20 bucks for a tip, too. And I, Yeah, and I'm over here like, ah, just get another one. Yeah, you'll just I've keep never once used that warranty. I'm so fucking stupid. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's probably turning 30, and I'm just like actually retarded now. Yeah. That, yeah. that brings up a good point. Shout out to every uh, company that sells just tips. 
Because yeah. a lot, a lot don't, and that's usually the part that's broken, and it's and it's so annoying Dude, to have to get have to get send a whole ride. In. Yeah, have to send a whole ride back in for a tip that you know is yeah. like they've got like a hundred of them laying in the fucking. It's warehouse. like, bro, just mail me one, bro. Yeah, I'll give you fifty bucks. Just mail it to me. Like yeah. I already know, I already know what's wrong. Why bro. is it so hard to get midsections too? Yeah, I don't know, dude. Well, yeah, like. like when I sent my Reddingtons back, they were like, I was like, can you just send me this section? And they're like, no, because they're custom made or whatever for all Dude. of them. And I'm like, I don't know if I believe that, but you know, whatever. I have, I like them. So I'm going to send them back and get them repaired anyway, but it's just annoying. That Sage warranty process, like they'd be at checking you at the FBI headquarters or something. Can yeah. I get the serial number on that one? And you're, dude, I've yeah. sent back some <laughs> serial number rods, dude. Can I get a, need a copy of your ID just to make sure this, run it in our <laughs> database here, make sure it's not stolen. Yeah. Like it's a yeah. gun or something. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah. fly rods are now guns, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I it definitely has to be part of their like business model to to some degree to only sell tips or not sell tips at all. But if every company could have a replacement for every section that you could literally just buy off their website for any model rod, all problems would be solved. Yeah, Everybody Echo, would be back Arbus, on the water. TFO. I know those three are doing that right now. Yeah. TFO does that. My TFO. girlfriend uses a TFO and that shit best slaps. Ro- best rods ever in my opinion. That Mine too. Yeah. I love TFO. Dude. dude, I just bought like everyone that fishes salt is probably going to laugh at me, but I just got a TFO NXT. It's like, okay. why? Because I, I want to fish for carp. Oh, okay. and it's a salt rod you got too. An NXT. Okay, okay. Yeah, and it's and like I just never have owned anything that big. Granted, I haven't been fly fishing for very long, so I'm trying to get into a bigger rod. Plus, I'm like you know living closer to Pyramid Lake and yeah, and like want to go do that more without having to be like, can I borrow a rod? Yeah, you had and, to borrow Jake's <laughs> rod again. Yeah, and you know the I I went out and cast that thing, and I'm just like, dude. Maybe it's just because I'm biased, but I'm like, dang, this thing slaps. Like these rods are just. So you don't know yet, bro. Cool. You don't know yet, bro. Just, it does slap. You should have went the the TFO Axiom Two is one of my favorite rods. Still, that rod fucking slaps. Yeah, that is a <clears throat> fast rod that slings line. It fights fish really well. Corey's got one. R.I.P. Corey. Yeah, but Corey's got one, and I love that rod. Not actually R.I.P. Corey. <laughs> not actually R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. The old co-host is not dead. He's just in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no but tfo does does some good stuff they they make a nine foot or a 10 foot six or a 10 foot five weight which is so much better than a nine foot five weight i don't know after using that i don't know why i'd ever use a nine foot instead, <laughs> yeah. of, instead of a 10 and they do rod. they yeah. make the handles the cork handles have like a concave up instead of down where your yep. thumb rests so you can get like way more torque when mm. you cast that shit so i fuck with it really tough yeah, yeah. all my rods are tfo except for my Euro nymphing rod, which is <laughs> come on, <laughs> getting sick over here. Dude, Let's get off this Euro nymphing shit. Come on, I got my fish counter with me too. Yeah, yeah, you got your fish counter with you. You got your anime body pillow too, dude. I, yeah, I I love uh, Euro nymphing rods, like a three weight Euro nymphing rod with like a five weight line and reel, and you can just sling that shit and not yeah, even Euro, Euro with it, just just nymph regular with it. Shit, you can dice them up on that. Yeah, yeah. dude. The honestly. Echoes Euro Nymph, uh, what is it? The friggin' Carbon XL. That's a good. That, yeah, I fish Carbon XLs with James down in that on, ten foot in, four in weight. Mexico. That ten yeah. foot four weight slaps with regular fly line on it. Huck that bitch. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bro. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, Alec. I got a good one for you. So you got that micro rafter boat, right? How long is yeah. it? Yeah. How long is it? It's a ten foot. What's that like rolling down on? You go. You take to like Deckers and shit, right? 
I yeah, dude. I well, I try to take it anywhere I can, but mm-hmm. Deckers is, is is its main voyage. What is that like? Like, do you get like really weird looks like rolling down on that thing? Like, people are like, "What the hell is going on right now?" Like, I've never like I've never <laughs> heard of anyone taking a boat down Deckers. Um. Okay. So first, first off, it's not even a raft meant for freshwater. It's a it's an inflatable dinghy meant meant to get out to sailboats in the ocean from oh, like wh- wherever you're park wherever you're parked at. So it's like one directional and then has like the flat back and then it has a single man or seat little rig on it with with a removable front seat too but i bought it off craigslist from a dude for like 350 bucks and i was like this is a steal dude like 350 bucks and i can kind of take it anywhere i got the idea because i used to uh, i got a buddy uh that lives at deckers he lives in the private private stretch in swayback and he has a little he's like a 12 foot raft that we would lap deckers in every day summer of like 2020 and i was like i gotta get my own and i got my own and and it's a 10 foot so maneuverable so light you can turn on a dime you can position people like exactly where you want to be putting them and anything bigger is is too big for deckers like you know how skinny that water is it's like in some places, it's fucking 15 feet across. Like, you can't have a too big a boat. And I feel like since then, I've I've seen so many people rafting deckers. It's stupid. Like, not to be, like, the trendsetter, but I hadn't seen it before. And then after doing it for, like, two, three summers, now I, I see I, it's not uncommon to see, like, a big boat be put in there. I feel like people still struggle to figure out how to do it. But I, I see it all the time. Um, but I've never gotten any weird looks, dude. I've only gotten, like, old man's old men being like, that's the way to do it, my friend. Yeah. Every time. Every <laughs> old, time old, I, old man doesn't want to wade. That's why, bro. <laughs> he's just yeah. like, fuck this, fuck this walking around shit. He's out, Give me he, the boat. Yeah, he's out there trying to put a John boat in. Yeah. Yeah, this dude. This is what he's like, used to. That's just like, crazy to me. Like, I had never heard of that. And then I saw you doing it, and I was like... I, I texted a few friends there in Colorado and I was like, bro, does anyone actually do this? And he's like, no, that guy's crazy. No one would ever do that. And then now you're saying people are doing it. Like, like you said, setting trends, people saying like, oh, like we would never do that. That's stupid, whatever. And then all of a sudden everyone starts to get hip to the idea and they're like, oh man, maybe he is on to something and stuff like that. That's just crazy to me. How that, well, like, yeah. one, you can uh, hit so many more spots, obviously. I mean, like that's kind of the point of floating. You can hit so many more spots that you would never try to to wade fish too or or sneak back there and two you can fish the private stretch called swayback which you which you know the ground's illegal to touch but the water's public all that bullshit and you can float through swayback which is like severely less pressured than the rest of deckers um and it's just it's just a blast dude like getting in your car spot hopping is a fucking bitch especially when you're drinking and trying to be wavy and everything and when you can just when you can when you can turn three miles of floating into a six seven hour float like dude you're having a great time yeah damn yeah dude three 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 miles of floating in six six hours hours? holy shit that's like forever bro you can't anchor (laughs) well you can't anchor in colorado in a lot of places right you have to if it's private if it's private yeah. yeah but a lot of it's public and and we stop as much as we can we'll get out and get everybody fishing for 10 15 minutes get back in the raft keep pushing and then and then obviously we'll just float through the private um and we'll fish it but we just won't stop and stuff like that they get real butthurt over there dude people like we were we caught a fish one time my buddy was holding it up i was taking a quick pick while we were still moving while we were still floating down the river 
and one of the homeowners comes out of his house and goes and goes uh I don't I don't golf in your backyard why are you why are you catching fish in mine and we were like motherfucker we don't live on a golf course you live yeah. on a fucking river you know what I mean like get right. get yeah. get used to it so but it's fun, dude. And now people kind of recognize me hooting and hollering when I pass by and I'll throw them a beer or whatever. It's a good time. <laughs> dude, all, a good the old, time. all the old rich people love you, dude. Don't build your yeah, house on a public river. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know yeah. what I mean? You're getting mad at people catching fish in your backyard. Well, you live on a river, dumbass. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So <laughs> We're giving away the secret Decker's tech right now on the podcast. Like, that is what we're doing. Like, everyone's going to be, like, buying little dinghy rafts to roll down Decker's now. Dude. I'd love to see it, dude. We'll fucking caravan up and party for it, that bitch. <laughs> Everyone's all tied together. Fucking. Yeah, dude, they're all like, tied together. <laughs> yeah, sure. we, we got 14 people attached by bungee cords. Yeah. I'll take it. Fuck, that would be hilarious. I would fucking pay this. Yeah, dude, that would be like a great like film idea. Like, if you like be. thought about doing like a, like a medium like film, like a ten, like an eight nine minute film on that, that would be fucking hilarious. Like, so I've been kind of dead on content as y'all know we can get into uh you know different changes in my life that's kind of made me a little bit less active but this summer uh i'm definitely going to get back into that shit a little bit more and i've already had thoughts of making like i need more of a concrete premise but it's going to be like a nymphing summer adventure type of movie and i'm hoping it can be like close to or over an hour long and it's just like a compilation of like all the best moments try to put some type of story behind it and make it you know congruent but just kind of be like a highlight tape of doing that type of dude, shit all F3, summer long F3 here's what we'll do perfect dude here's what we'll do we'll get you out to boise and we'll do it on the boise river while everyone's like floating yeah. Too, so it just looks like the most like heinous shit you've ever seen. Bro, there's like 400 people. There's yeah. a bunch of like half naked college chicks like floating by you, like screaming at you. Like, what are you guys <laughs> doing? There's fish in this river. Yeah. Sh- shut up. Potato like, chip yeah, bags dude. Yeah. everywhere. Yeah. We'll we'll tow somebody behind us on an air mattress. <laughs> you get the raft guide companies that are pissed because you're taking up the whole fucking river and yeah. they're trying to get through. Yeah, the paddleboarding companies and shit. Yeah, do they get mad? <laughs> hey, we're doing the same thing they are, except we aren't getting paid for it. So, yeah, exactly. you know, they, they can chill. Yeah. I do always try to be polite. Like, when I'm floating through Deckers, like, I will go out of my way severely to try to float behind somebody that's wade fishing. And I'll try to, like, rub between their ass and the bank and, and not fuck up their spot. But anyone that knows Deckers anyways knows that those fish are so desensitized to tubing and partying and floating that, yeah. like, if you ain't catching fish and blaming it on someone floating by, then that's that's not the reason you're not catching fish. But <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that. So yeah, no. So like you're like future content ideas. So like you're gonna do a lot of stuff this summer and things like that. Are you planning on doing like any try? Do you have any big collaborations coming? I feel like you and Ben, have, you and Huge Fly Fishing have to do something now. I don't know how that dude actually feels about me. I've never talked to him personally. I'm sure my name has been mentioned in conversations between him and James about trout. Um, and me and James are tight. Like yeah. we fuck with each we fuck with each other tough. I've only been ragged on by huge fly fishermen, which is which is fine. I mean, it doesn't bother me. But I've never actually spoken with the man, and I'd be curious to see, you know, what what he how he truly feels about me and what he'd be down to be down to do. But I'd be down, dude. He's another big content creator, a lot bigger than me out here in Colorado. So I just think was, you guys would be like so fucking funny together. Like you put you guys in, two in a boat together, dude. I would I would love to be like a fly on, on yeah. the two, listening to the conversation you two have. 
and just talking about just random bullshit. I yeah, think it would be hilarious. Dude, I even think you and James would be funny. Oh, too. dude, no, put him and James yeah. in the same boat, bro. It's like, dude, we might as well just like. That's the Chad and yeah. Topher, right? Yeah, that's there. the Chad and Topher. Yeah. Chat. Put him in Chaz, dude. Oh, yeah. it's easy. I would be so game, dude, honestly. And I feel like we are like minded about a lot of, lot of things. And I'm sure. He's, you know, seen just the the personality I put on and maybe been annoyed or maybe he's putting on some form of slight personality to, to cater to his audience too. But I bet put us in a boat together. We have a great day. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be really fun. Yeah. So we got to make that happen. Yeah, and we'll have to get out there. I'm planning to be out there at some point this year in Colorado. Who yeah, the fuck I want to go. Doing? I've never fished it. I, I just to- bought a... Just bought a house, so y'all y'all can come crash anytime you want. Oh shit! Oh hell yeah! Oh shit! Let's Big baller! Go. Big baller, bro. Yeah. Where house, where are bro. you at? And are you in the are you in the front range? Uh they, yeah, I'm in, Par- I'm in Parker, Parker, Colorado. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if you're if you're in the area, you know where that is. But it's kind of southeast Denver. Um, but it's like an hour from Deckers and you know maybe two hours to most other good spots. But that's not too bad. Hell yeah. <clears throat> dude yeah i'd love to fish colorado i haven't i haven't been up well i used to be in a touring band so i've gone through like denver a lot and then let's go yeah no but like i really want to fish colorado now but i hear it's just like a lot of fucking weird there's some rules. weird there's some weird shit that goes on yeah, in colorado. when shit. i fished in colorado there was some weird shit going on but some i loved it i loved it npc like what? shit going on there dude like we when i floated the colorado with uh stash wax chris Pezza, petzel uh, like dave hansen lance kittle and all those guys um and uh wyatt uh we were like dude like the boat ramp like they were like wish for fish was with us like all these like people who i'm like what the fuck kind of influencer bullshit is watching how they fish and being like, these guys are famous like what the <laughs> fuck not the guys i was with but like the other people that like they had pushed up for us because we had like five boats and these guys push off, and I'm watching them fish in front of us because I was the lead boat of my pack. And I'm watching them fish, and I'm like, dude, these guys are some of the most it literally NPC ass behavior the way they fish and everything. And like, I outfished them super hard, and I didn't feel like I was doing anything special that would like warrant me be qualifying as like some sort of like expert or like fish whisperer or anything. It was just really funny to see <laughs> like how all of that worked out. I mean, I got really drunk. I remember if I got really high on that float or not, but I got really drunk on that float too. And I was, it was a great time though. We floated the Colorado, and it was amazing. Damn. Yeah, you can, you can tell the people that have like struggled to get to being mediocre, and the people that it just kind of clicks with. And you're probably just probably just the latter right there, baby. Yeah. What was it? Who were you fishing in front of? Wish for fish. Yeah, wish for fish. I don't know what is not the not the Asian dude, but someone who's on his staff or some shit. I don't know. Oh, some, I was for some. I'm so fucking stupid. Not sometimes. Ken Tanaka. You see, I can I say the Asian guy because I'm Asian, so I can say that. I literally was thinking like I was thinking to make a wish or something. So I was like, <laughs> no, oh, I was like damn, you just showing up a bunch of cancer kids, wish, bro. Wish for yeah. wish for fish, the dude that's rock climbing all the time and shit. Yeah, no, it was uh, was like he has like this conglomerate of people, and it was someone they had told me it was like someone on their staff. I want to say some of the Fly Lords guys were in front of us too, but. I can't remember. Like I've met Wills and Max and all of them. I don't remember it being any of those guys. So it has to be someone from Flylords that I don't know. Damn. That's funny. One time I took over Flylords Snapchat story for a day. <laughs> How did that go? It was it was good, dude. It was back when I was doing a lot more rowdy stuff and they like told me, Don't do any rowdy stuff on the Damn. story. And I and I was like, Well, then you picked the wrong person. I was gonna dude. say, dude, like, do you guys know who <laughs> who you're working yeah. with? Wrong demographic. But- I caught a couple fish and did did a couple releases for him. So, mm. but it was fun. It was fun, bro. They got a Snapchat, bro. 
No they, I mean, who uses Snapchat now? Not me, but yeah. they did, and I did. Sixteen-year-old chicks, bro. Kind of suspect. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't keep up with it. I don't. I only really use Instagram these days. I and I'm on Be Real a little bit. If y'all want to follow me on Be Real, hit me at Nymphing. But, but that's, that's a, about it. That's a good question. How did you get Nymphing? Like, how did you get that as your app? Yeah, bro. Oh, great story. So this comes back from like teenager days i was big into um playing xbox and i was a big call of duty player uh specifically and it was always like swag amongst me and my friends to have like an og gamer tag yep like my buddy one time like paid like 200 bucks for the gamer tag g6 and i was like that's the hardest fucking gamer tag you can fucking have yeah is g and just like having like single full words you know what i mean none of that underscore none of the xxx none none of the numbers and i was like what's gonna help you know with a little bit of a marketing brain i was like what's gonna help get exposure is to have kind of an og fly fishing handle you know what i mean so one when i decided to kind of take it a little bit more seriously it started off with just like just like how everybody does it like my fucking last name and then fly fishing and like that was my instagram account and i was like that ain't, that ain't gonna work you know what i mean and i went through one night like every different fly fishing term that i could think of until i found nymphing that was open and i i nymphed anyways it's not like i was a huge nympher and was like i'm gonna make an account called nymphing it was just like i was a fly fisherman and i loved to nymph i did i still do throw a couple streamers and a couple dries here and there but it just was available and i took it i knew this shit would be snatched up here soon so i took it and boom Damn, kind of a thing. capitalized on that for Yeah, I got sure. lucky, man, bro. We're out but here. That was like, you know, seven, eight years ago at this point, so. Jeez, that's cool. That was 2016 or something. By now, yeah, it would have got taken by now, dude. But, yeah, it'd be some uh, fucking 16-year-old looking like Cage right now with the name fucking yeah. thing, bro. <laughs> I could have gone two ways because the other Instagram handle uh, that was available at the time was uh, Streamer Junkie and strip strip boom were both available handles at the time and i was like i gotta pick like am i gonna lean into the streamer side of shit which i'm trash at or the nymphing side of shit which is like cheating and easy to everybody so i took the easy i took the (laughs) easy route yeah the streamer junkie thing would have been tough because like then you got everyone who where's all the meat yeah yeah, where are all your streamers then you're obligated to like put meat in fish's mouth essentially or like take that i mean I've, i've heard some i've heard some stories about people put flies in mouth you know yeah yeah last name speaking of starts with a g yeah speaking of behavior like that is there anything that like you really regret like you did you're like oh shit i shouldn't have done that or like you're like you live in pretty Uh, good you're like man like i don't really think i've done anything sketchy because a lot of people have probably accused you over the years of doing stupid stuff because i remember back in the day people would make fun of you me included for fishing in between like two private sections of water that's public i don't know where it's at but somewhere in denver i think it was you maybe maybe it was someone else but like people would be like, dude, every time I see nymphing at this fucking hole, like blah, 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 it's the only place he fucking fishes and stuff. I'm like, oh, I guess, whatever. But like, did you ever do anything? Like, that's not that bad. Like, let um, me preface that. That's not bad at all. But if I did, it was never intentional. I've never like intentionally mishandled fish. I've never like re- staged photos or videos or shit like that. I have done that like spots spot stealing fishing right behind private all the time like i fish behind boxwood all the fucking time (laughs) um i i haven't in a little while granted it's probably been like a year year plus since i fished back there but i mean i i don't see no shame in that dude yeah there is you do the yeah 
do the work, find it on Google Maps, drop your little yellow guy, look around, you know, see what? if it is right, see yeah. if it's legit. And I mean, if you're putting in the work to find the spots, I think it's totally cool. Uh, I mean, the, at least on the at Boxwood, a lot of people don't know this. That's just like an irrigation ditch at Boxwood. It's not supposed to be a real river. All that all that water's filled with sediment and like poisonous minerals and shit like that from from mines up the way. And those fish die every year, tw- like twice a year. Those fish are dead and restocked, like with a hundred grand worth of fish every year. And you'll walk the banks and see, you know, twenty-seven inch cut bows dead on the side of the bank just for someone to give you shit for catching them before they die. Like it doesn't, it didn't really make sense to me ever. So I always, I always didn't have a problem with it, but Mm. I don't know. A lot of people probably have assumed a lot of shit about me and probably a lot of people have said a lot of shit about me. But again, like I never fed into that and you know, I try to keep it ethical. I try to keep it fun. And, and a lot of people maybe mix up the rowdy side of me with like, uh, unethical side but those really never crossed i like i'd be rowdy but i don't like you know i'm not you know sticking fish in the side with with fucking weighted line and shit like that so well there's a lot of that going on in colorado you know those messy jessies and shit like that out dog, there in the world the dog food dog food type chummers of, yeah, yeah. Type of fucking dog water bro <laughs> yeah, yeah type of beat out there bro yeah no it's a colorado is a wild place like have you you've mostly only fished in colorado right yeah, so I grew up in New Hampshire, and I grew up bass fishing as a kid, I'm sure, on a spin rod like yeah. almost everybody else does. And then I did a little fly fishing out there before I uh, came to school out here. Um, I, like, knew how to use a fly rod. I've caught fish on a fly rod, but I, I, it wasn't, like, the say-all, be-all. It wasn't the only way I fished. I, I brought 10 different types of rod with me, hitting ponds and shit back in New Hampshire, and whatever I caught, I caught. I just like fishing. I didn't really give a shit that it was – spin or fly or whatever and then when you move out of colorado like if you still fish with a spin rod i feel like you're wasting opportunity i feel like a lot of people kind of see that too you know it's probably easier to catch fish on a fly rod if you know what you're doing um definitely more effective and i and i leaned into that hard so like i'm not someone claiming to i fly fish since birth and i'm the best at it but i've been i've only been taking this shit seriously since like i don't know maybe nine ten years at this point and that that's just how it is yeah yeah the gear thing too like it's funny because it's funny that you mentioned that really because i I would say over 90 percent of people eh, i don't know it's almost like 100 percent of people who started fishing at one point fly fishing yeah i I grew up fishing for bass on beds and shit like that and then now those are the same people too that like when something like horrible happens to like a trout they like and if there was this tiktok i watched of this guy that was reviving he was trying he's like oh it's this trout and i think this trout was just dying like i think the circle of life was just taking over mm-hmm. and he's trying to revive this fish and then he's like picking it up and he's like it's kind of moving but that fish is dying bro yeah it's, it's, just, it's just going like it's fish die they do they do and uh he's like looking at its lips and he's like well guys i think here we got some scarring here probably from a gear fisherman <laughs> and it's like and it's like typical fly fisherman to accuse or typical yeah fly fisherman to, to accuse, accuse the, the gear poor gear guy gear guy yeah <laughs> like, exactly bro but um kind of not to get on a tangent but what you're saying about like fly fish like you just have a better opportunity it's i think the best thing i heard is like fly fishing it's just a chance and this is kind of corny but it, it makes sense. boomer he's getting old Boom. guys he's getting old his yeah. birthday was this week <laughs> yeah last week <laughs> This is the 30-year-old me speaking. But uh, you get to meet the fish on its terms. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, boomer. Yeah, yeah that's some boomer yeah. sage advice right there, bro. Put that in an Orvis book. Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard similar shit. I've heard catching a fish on a glass fly rod is the closest thing you'll have to hand to hand combat with a fish. That's what I. That's what I've been told. That's an fish, interesting one. I don't fish glass often, but I do. I do enjoy it. The fight mm-hmm. is a lot more fun on a glass. Yeah. Uh, you get I, that bend and shit. I just appreciate slamming glass yeah. rods and doors and then not breaking out the <laughs> hey, they're, they're fun man I, I love fishing glass dude yeah. that's called a callback yeah yeah <laughs> anyway well we're, we're approaching like an hour here we'll go ahead and get wrapped up here but alec any lasting words of advice for you know the young tofers and chads out there who are like man i want to do what he did i want to be the next one up what do you um, got i would say do what you want to see more of that's how i kind of got into it uh Keep a good head on your shoulders. Be humble. Be nice. Meet people in person and, and be genuine. But feel free to, you know, be a little eccentric online. And and as long as you know you're not hurting anybody or any any fish, I mean, I don't see a problem with it. So be yourself and and maybe even be a little bit more because that shit's fun. And and I like changing uh, the perception of what this sport is and what the sport can be. And and uh, that's kind of that's kind of all I got. Hell yeah, brother! That's, that's some good advice right there, bro. Well, sick, Thank dude. You. Thanks for thanks for taking some time with us, man. We we really were. I was really stoked to have you on. Yeah. Just, I didn't really know you, but like the fact that when we, that we posted that video and everyone was like nymphing, nymphing, and like yeah. this is nymphing. Like yeah. there were like six. If you go th- through those comments, like there were like a good six or eight people that tagged you in it. Like, yeah. Yeah. hey, well, 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 yeah. bro. The pleasure is all mine. I'm I'm happy to be on this. I'd love to do it again sometime, and uh, I'd love to uh, get a little bit more active and be a little bit more prevalent, you know, in the scene. Coming oh, yeah, up bro. here soon, dude. Yeah, keep that keep that shit up, dude. It's an identity for sure. So, yes. So yeah, stay tuned. Hopefully, I can uh, find a little bit more free time and get back after it. I I guess too. Where do we? Where can they find you? Do you have a website or anything else too? Because you're you're a videographer for trade, right? Um, yeah, so I work yeah. for a big company now. I don't really want to name drop my company. Yeah, fair enough. Get, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a video editor for them full time. Um, and it, it's it been a great gig. It has kind of not left me with a lot of time to do that type of stuff anymore. I'm trying to, I'm currently like finding that balance, which is great. I did have a website, nymphingproductions.com. That kind of helped me get this job. It was mostly for business, not for uh personal use i might start one back up again but for now just just follow me on instagram at nymphing and uh you know don't be afraid to shoot me a dm or something dude i it might take me a day or two but i get back to everybody that messages me so so hit me up and let's fish sometime hell yeah brother bro all right later later later, peace peace guys